0: Hey friends, it is time for the EA620 uh, class recap for September 19th, 2022. So we discussed chapters 3 and 4 in your textbook, which were about curriculum and the professoriate. With curriculum, at first it might not seem that student affairs professionals need to be concerned about curriculum if they're not faculty, but the fact is all of you are educators as future student affairs professionals and the context that your students are operating in is their curriculum. So we talked about that dichotomy between university actors and society. And we discussed how perhaps there are certain things that are going to be the same, um, back from 1760 to now, but there are other things that are really going to change. And so we need to figure out when we talk about questions like, what do educated people need to study to determine curriculum? Well, what does educated mean? Um, It depends on what kind of career choice perhaps the folks want. But we looked at Fareed Zakaria's In Defense of a Liberal Education, where he argues that no matter what type of a career people want, there's a benefit to learning about art and history and language, not just STEM or not just um, some of those vocational things, it provides that furniture that we were talking about um, or perhaps a scaffolding of critical thinking that everything else is built upon. So we looked at some of the things that have influenced curriculum over uh, centuries um, and particularly the last few decades um, and specifically looking at general education and uh, some of the changes that have taken place in prescribing curriculum um, versus having more of a cafeteria-style approach. With looking at the professoriate, um we talked about some of the factors influencing uh the the university faculty and how things have changed from when it started out and it was sort of like the university president would teach and there were maybe some tutors that were former students to the huge increase in faculty post world war ii sort of this golden age and the land grant and the gi bill and the space race and how now we have such an increase in adjunct faculty and faculty that don't have the security of tenure, even if they have a full-time position uh, due to budget cuts that universities have experienced. And also um, going back again to that sort of distrust of higher education, Folks wanting to, you know, sort of demand this accountability um, from professors. And so we talked about some of the issues that are affecting folks. Like we've got new PhDs coming out, but because baby boomers aren't retiring, there's not um, full time employment for them. And so they can end up trying to patch together adjunct work. Um, and this doesn't benefit, obviously, these students or the students that they are um, teaching, even though they may be great teachers. I want to emphasize that. I don't think that people who teach adjunct or people who teach RNTT are, you know, poor quality Um, especially because as you all know from class last night, I have been all of these. I was an adjunct for uh, five years and I continued to do some adjunct work after being hired full-time as a renewable non-tenure track, uh, which I worked in for almost 15 years. And now I'm on the tenure track as an an assistant professor for the Department of Leadership, Middle and Secondary Ed. So I'm, I'm not trying to say, oh, you can't get a quality education, But there's something to be said for the stability of the faculty. And so if you've got people who are moving around all the time because they need to go where the the money is, um, that that lack of consistency uh, can definitely affect students. Um, We looked at some of the other issues regarding technology and diversity that are also um, affecting faculty. And so these are things to keep in mind as student affairs professionals, particularly because you may be called upon to um, you know, actually get in the classroom and teach a UI 100 sort of class or to adjunct for um, a student affairs type of class, uh, but also because you are educators Uh, And this is the, the university is the context in which you will be working, spending your professional life. And so it's important to know about all of the influences there. So next week is going to be very unique. We are going to be uh, having an all Zoom kind of class. It will be recorded for those students who participate asynchronously, but we are going to sit in on a class at Florida Atlantic University that is led by Dr. Jenny Bloom, who is the great creator of Appreciative Advising. Uh, so make sure that you read the chapters that are lined out uh, on Canvas, but especially make sure that you read the two articles that she uh, contributed to on Appreciative Advising so you're well-prepared for for being in that Zoom class because they are on Eastern Standard Time they start an hour earlier than we typically do. If you are not able to join us at that time, that's fine. Join when you can or watch the recorded class. Uh, When you do your exit ticket, I will expect you to refer to the readings that will not be discussed in this class, but that were part of your assignment for the week, um, as well as what actually happens in the Zoom class. Keep in mind, um, I've given you feedback now on your uh, research paper topics, and so you should begin doing your research, gathering your sources, because those are due October 2nd. So I'll see you on Zoom next week, and then the week after that, we'll be back to our usual high flex format. Have a good week, everyone.